Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsocial Butterfly podcast. It is Julia Christine here, back at it on another Sunday evening. I honestly was so confused what day it was today. Today is like Saturday junior for me because I actually have the day off tomorrow, so I'm so confused what day it is. It was about nine o'clock and I'm like, oh shit, I have to record a podcast for tomorrow. So my podcasts usually go up at 6 a.m. on Monday mornings. I just like to have them up bright and early for all of you that commute to work or just like to get an early start for the day or something. But I totally understand for those people who listen later in the week. I have so many podcasts that I listen to throughout the week. So I kind of listen to them on random days. But this podcast does go live on Mondays. And also if you haven't followed the um instagram that's the word if you haven't followed the unsocial butterfly instagram it is linked in every single show notes so definitely go give that a follow that is the number one way to request different topics and things that you want to hear in future episodes so let's get started this week i have a really stupid setup for my recording i am sitting in my closet with Cole's hamper flipped upside down and I have my laptop and my microphone sitting on the base of the hamper because my charger isn't long enough to reach where I normally sit. So my laptop was almost dead. So to make this podcast, we have to make it happen this way because Cole is talking to his friends and he's being loud. So I have to be in a quiet space. So hopefully there aren't too many noises in the background, but you know how it goes. It's a podcast, it's bound to happen. So I suppose we could start out with kind of like a weekly update. There really isn't anything too new to report for this week, but today's actually Valentine's Day when I'm recording this episode, and I don't particularly love Valentine's Day. I really don't do anything to celebrate, but today Cole and I went to this small little local cider bar, and they have a lower floor and then they have like an upstairs where you can play shuffleboard and they have a few different tables and stuff and there was literally two other couples there so we were the only couple upstairs so we had the whole upstairs to ourselves and we were there for like 45 minutes and it was fun to just get out of our normal routine here at the apartment like Cole never leaves he works from home he has his game room and then just the other two rooms so his only really escape is to go to the grocery store or to take the trash out or something so it was fun to kind of have a little bit of normalcy again so I actually was able to try this new experimental cider that they had I actually got an email from the company Um, it was just like one of those emails for when you use their payment square um, just like a promotional email and they were announcing that they had this new experimental cider which is bananas honey graham crackers and a little bit of cinnamon I'm telling you Photos and posting on Instagram is the number one way to get millennials and people, just young adults, to want to go somewhere. You know what I mean? You don't really know about a place until you stalk them on social media, but the way that they advertised for this new cider was impeccable. So they filled up the little cider glass and then they put a graham cracker with banana um, sandwich in between the two, so it kind of looked like a little s'more, but then they had honey drizzled all over it. Oh my gosh, it was the best presentation ever. They don't serve it that way, but it was still really cool. And I was like, I want to try that. So we actually were out taking photos because I'm posting a collaboration with a few different girls on Instagram tomorrow. So the day that you guys are listening to this, be sure to go, or I guess the day that this goes live, be sure to go over to my personal Instagram to enter that giveaway because it's only open for a few days and it's for a $150 gift card to Princess Polly. So you have good odds if you enter. So anywho, 
I'm kind of all over the place today, but the whole premise of me talking about this was that we had gone downtown because we don't have a lot of like cute photo locations around my town. So downtown is typically the place to have like cute industrial looking walls, I guess. But we had gone right next door to this cider bar. So we were taking pictures and it was negative 12 degrees outside. It was brutal. So we were just like, hey, why not head over there? So that was definitely the highlight of this last week. I just enjoyed being able to go there because it's a fun little local place. And I, of course, love supporting the local businesses. Um, they opened a few years ago, I would say maybe three or four years ago. So I really enjoy going there. They have a ton of, it's, it's kind of like um, boho inside of it. I don't know. It, it's just so cute, but they have a lot of plants in there and it's a lot of wood and it's so cute in there. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw it on my story, but love that place. And then for a little V-Day dinner, I decided to make the infamous TikTok pasta. However, I saw a different TikTok where the guy used borsin cheese and then he kind of doctored it up with additional vegetables and stuff. So I put shallot, garlic cloves, and then basil, fresh basil. So I hooked all of that up and then I put in the pasta noodles and what else? Mushrooms. I think that was it. You can also add spinach and stuff. I'm sure you could literally do whatever you wanted, but it tasted really good. I would definitely go for a cheese that isn't as garlicky next time. So anyway, it was really good. So if you have been wanting to try that recipe, you definitely should. I'm just not a feta fan, so I didn't try it with the feta. I usually don't talk this much in the intro, so woohoo, it's something different. <laughs> I know I said going to Wild Terra, the cider bar, was my highlight of the week, but I actually wrote down a couple highlights related to my plants. So you guys probably know I'm a crazy plant mom. I don't have a dog yet, so I tried to keep my plants alive, but I have a couple new plants that are pushing out new leaves, which is so exciting. So my ZZ plant and my Monstera Deliciosa are both pushing out new leaves and I'm so excited. I can't wait until they open up and I just love the shiny, fresh leaves. They're just so pretty. So it makes me a happy little plant mom when I see that I'm at least doing something right, you know? And then I also bought a cute little, um, I think it's a Mickey Mouse ear cactus or something. I think it's just a prickly pear cactus, but it was $8 at one of the local nurseries. So I bought that for myself. Well, it was a Valentine's Day present, but so now I have a new plant. So I think that's all of the updates for the week. If you guys listened to my previous episodes kind of related to work and everything, work is still going the same. I have two more weeks left at my job and then we're moving on to new adventures. So can't wait to talk about that in future episodes and vlogs and whatnot. So let's talk about today's topic. I was kind of thinking about my daily routine when it comes to my weekends and my work days, the days when I have off, just my evenings. I was kind of just thinking about it all and kind of realizing how mundane life really can feel. So I wanted to talk about ways to upgrade your daily routine and implement some new habits to make yourself feel a little better in your mindset and your mood. I struggle a lot with seasonal affective disorder and really, really feeling those winter months. Up here in North Dakota, it gets so dark so fast, and I know that happens everywhere. I can't even imagine living in like Alaska or just the places where it stays dark for 24 hours at a time, for weeks at a time. I truly could not even imagine, so I can say right now that I will never choose to live there, but 
one thing to look forward to is that it's not permanent. It's not going to stay like that forever. So we all just have to keep reminding ourselves of that. It's hard to in the midst of it, but it just kind of got me thinking about how daily routines can definitely feel like you're living the same day over and over again. That's how I feel with my work life and... Recently, I've started to implement some new habits into my evenings, also my weekends, things like that, that help me out a little bit more to feel like I'm not living in Groundhog's Day. So before I get started with those tips, I just wanted to give a quote that was kind of related to today's topic, but the quote is, you have the strength to break the patterns in your life that are no longer serving you. And I really have struggled with the habits that I had formed when I first started at my job, and I've been there for almost nine months. So I've definitely gotten a routine down, and it's not necessarily a great routine, but it's one that I live every single day. So recently, like I said, I found myself kind of feeling trapped, which is obviously not the case. We are the ones who are in the driver's seat of our own lives, so I thought that quote was perfect for this episode. So we'll jump right in to tip number one, and it is to find a passion project or something that gives you drive and motivation each week. And this is something that could be a hobby or like a side hustle, but I did want to make note that do not associate money with the motivation to start any of these things. So being said, I'm going to give some examples here in a moment, but I just want to say that money isn't the object and a lot of times money can actually make a person feel less motivated because they feel obligated or like they owe something for whatever hobby they choose to do. So um, passion projects or just hobbies in general are something that are so different for each and every one of us. We all have different interests. We all have different things that we love to do. So um, I'm just going to name off some things that are kind of in my realm of interest, but of course you can apply anything that is relevant to your life. But some ideas that I had in mind are plants. And I love watering my plants and looking at my plants. Like I said, seeing new growth on my plants gets me so excited each month. And I think this is something that Um, is so simple but so easy to give us a little bit of happiness and life back into our days and like I said when it is so dark and gloomy in these winter months it's kind of fun to have a little bit of greenery in our lives and I just don't think the plastic artificial plants do us any justice okay so I like to go to the local nurseries and look around on the weekends because they put out new plants every single weekend so it's just something fun for me I have kind of created it into a little hobby with my mom so it's fun to have something to relate to her on a level like that so the next one is starting some kind of social media which could be YouTube a podcast Pinterest even. I can't even believe the engagement on Pinterest. It is outrageous. I never knew how big of a platform it was until I started posting my own photos on there. It's crazy. So it's something that could be fun to just give you a little bit of motivation to post on each week. But like I said, just keep in mind to not start these things because you think you're going to make money from them. I don't think a hobby should be correlated with money from the get-go. It's just kind of a bad mindset to start out on. So I think it's really fun to have drive to post every single week on YouTube and a podcast. It gives me something to do, especially being 
in full-time work, I feel like I have nothing to do in the evenings. So having a little bit of a side hobby, hustle, whatever you want to call it, is just fun for me. And I think a lot of people benefit from having things to occupy their free time. Other things could be trying out a new recipe each week or a couple times a week. I really enjoy trying out, of course, the TikTok recipes or things that I find on Pinterest or just like the one pot recipes. I like simple and easy and it's fun to try something new and to find something that you and your roommates or your boyfriend or your family enjoys. And I know it can be hard to cook a meal that everyone likes, but it's fun to try out new recipes. And then other examples could be any form of artistic outlet, which could be painting, drawing. You could try clay and sculpture. I loved throwing on the pottery wheel. I was horrible at it, but it was something fun to do. I took classes in high school and it was really fun and I missed doing it. So maybe one day when COVID isn't invading everyone's lives, uh, maybe I could try that again. I think it would be really fun to have an outlet that is creative like that. So with all of this, I did want to say that with passions and hobbies, I feel like a lot of us have a lot of hesitation to pursue them, especially with social media like podcasting and YouTube and all of that, because we're afraid of or intimidated of what other people are going to say. And I have so much to say on this topic, and I think I've probably briefly touched on it in past episodes, but I could do a whole episode dedicated to this topic. So if you're ever interested in that, you should definitely let me know. I have a lot of people that message me on my Instagram account asking, how did you find the motivation to start posting on YouTube? How did you not care what other people say, etc.? So I have a lot to say about this. So please let me know over on Instagram if you'd like to hear an episode on that topic. So number two is to get into a habit of working out or simply moving your body just in general. So with being in full-time work, I'm sure by the end of the day, you are probably exhausted, your legs probably hurt, you're just tired and you want to lay on the couch. That's how I feel. Like my legs usually hurt at the end of the day or my back hurts, which life can be so much worse. So I just need to stop complaining and realize how grateful I am to have the things that I do. So that is why I have started to integrate working out into my lifestyle. So I actually have opened up about this in other episodes, I believe, but I struggle with anxiety and I have ever since I was a kid. But I would actually get these tachycardic episodes And as I started getting older and realizing kind of what it was, I realized it was something that I couldn't control on my own and that I needed to seek further help from somebody for this condition. So I went to my provider this past fall, which I've talked about, and I actually was put on um, an antidepressant and anti-anxiety medication. And with that, my provider advised me to start really working out because of course working out will help your physical appearance and your physical well-being but it also improves your mental well-being tremendously. I notice the days when I'm pissed off about something that happened or I'm just not having a good day, rather than sitting on the couch and sulking in my sorrows, I would rather just get up and go to the gym for a little bit and just get those feelings out a little bit. I know for myself, I am one of those people who sits and ponders every little situation that happened. I replay the scenario over and over and over again about what I should have said or what I could have said, how the situation could have turned if I had done something different. So I'm one of those people who does that and it 
kills me on the inside to constantly be worrying about that because it's done and over with. Like there's nothing I can change anymore. So I noticed that going to work out really helps me to turn my mind around and not think like that. So with working out, of course, you can do whatever form of exercise you want. It could be yoga, cardio, weightlifting, it could be bar classes or cycling, anything like that. But for myself, of course, I've been doing the very popular 12-3-30 treadmill workout and it's just walking on a treadmill at an incline, but I like it because I can multitask while I'm doing it. So I've actually seen some people like studying while they're doing it, but I personally like listen to music or watch a YouTube video. Um, I also got Discovery Plus recently, so a lot of good shows are on that. So I would definitely like to start watching TV shows, but it passes the time a lot faster than just staring out the window or staring at the mirror in front of you. I don't know, but I just personally like to go and get my body moving a little bit once I get home from work because that way I won't sit on the couch for the rest of the night. I also really enjoy cycling and I know a lot of people are into cycling, but I would also like to try a boxing class. I don't know what they're specifically called. I think we have a place here that's called Nine Round, but I think that would be a good way to kind of exert some energy out. So if you guys have ever tried that, I would be really interested to know how you guys like that class. I know my best friend Hallie that lives in Colorado used to go to one of the studios and she loved it. So I really want to give it a try. My third topic is to start cooking your own meals. As simple as it sounds, I am one of those people who likes to make things simple and easy and I want to go the quick way out and I don't want to have to sit and think about what I'm going to make, when I'm going to find the groceries for it, etc. So of course they have HelloFresh, Green Chef, all of those meal kit delivery services, but if you're not into that and you would rather just purchase the ingredients yourself, it can be a little daunting to plan out all of that. So like I mentioned earlier, you could try out a new recipe every single week so you can kind of test out what recipes you like or an idea of what you like and I personally like to find recipes that I can make into a little bit of a healthier alternative and it's definitely given me the motivation to try a little harder in the evenings and then the next day I have leftovers or next few days. One time I made a little bit of a healthier lasagna. It was a vegetable lasagna and I was able to freeze it and I have some left. So for days that I don't feel like cooking, I can at least put that in the microwave or whatever, warm it up, and call it a night. Plus, I also like to know kind of what's going in my meals, so it's nice to cook it and know that nobody else's hands touched it but my own. Of course, there's the germophobia in me talking. Number four is not going to be a shocker to any of you, but it is to disconnect from the negativity. So this could be people in your life, this could be social media, shows, your coworkers. And recently, I've definitely started to realize what my triggers are for my anxious episodes. So for example, at work, sometimes people will be talking in the lunchroom or the break room. I don't know why I always call it that. The break room or even where I sit at my desk. Some people may be talking about topics that I either don't align with or that make me feel anxious just as a whole. So whether that's politics or what's happening in the news in general, sometimes it can make me feel a little overwhelmed and I just don't want to engage in that 24-7. So lately, I've just been removing myself from the conversation. So of course, I'm not just going to get up and leave if I'm actually actively talking to that person, but half of the time, that's never the case. It's always somebody else that's in the break room. So I personally don't need to be in there. So I just remove myself from the room and don't continue to listen to what they have to say. I've noticed I am 1000% an observer. I don't like to engage in conversation as much if I'm not 
really close to that person. So I won't go out of my way to tell a stranger random things about me, which is perfectly ironic for the fact that I have a podcast, but I'm sitting here alone. So unsocial butterfly, you know, <laughs> but I would rather observe people who I'm not really close with. So I'm not the one to really ever engage in a conversation, which is definitely something that isn't a strong suit of mine. It's definitely um, been a negative aspect in the work field. I've gotten in trouble one time for not saying good morning to somebody, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> but basically, you just have to fake it till you make it, if you know what I mean. So also with that, it is important to remove social media accounts that are toxic to you, whether it's things that they post or things that they talk about. There could truly be so many reasons that you don't want to follow somebody, but if you feel that it's not serving you, there is no reason that you need to follow them. So you could either do the whole, what is it? Not unfollow, but you can mute them, I think is the way that you can phrase it. I personally don't have anyone muted. I only follow accounts that I truly want to be following. And I just think it's a good way to keep your mental health in check because what's the point of following somebody that makes you feel bad about yourself, you know? And then the other point I wanted to make is to distance yourself from friendships that may feel toxic. And I'm not saying that you need to completely stop talking to this person or cut them out of your lives, but limit the contact with that person and see how your mood changes or maybe it doesn't change at all. Maybe they're not a reason that your mood is feeling down, but I've noticed I have been a different person when I've been around certain people and it wasn't for the the better. Um, I definitely felt like I was in a negative headspace when I was around certain people. So to distance myself from them definitely helped me to improve my mood. And like I said, it doesn't have to be long-term, but at least you can kind of see how certain people's energies and attitudes can reflect on your own. One example I actually have of that is my relationship with my parents. And when I lived with them back in high school, of course, and early college and stuff, I wouldn't say our relationship was fantastic, but my relationship with my parents has 1000% improved since I have moved out on my own. And I would definitely say it was at the start of my program in 2018 that I really felt more connected to them. And I think that distance just really helps a person to grow stronger. And I noticed my dad and I have a better relationship. Um, him and I have never been really close, but I noticed that I feel a little bit more connected to him now. And seeing them a little less often, I think it's easier to not have those silly little arguments over dumb things. But my mom and I are a lot closer now as well. She is seriously my best friend and I don't know what I would do without her. I'm very, very, very grateful for our relationship. And we definitely did not have that when I grew up. I was really awful to her as a teenager. And a lot of those things I don't even remember and I don't know why I behaved the way that I did, but it was like certain things would trigger kind of not anger. I wasn't angry at her, but it, it was more so like annoyance. And I think all teenagers kind of have that stage, but the quality of my relationship with them is very important. So I notice when I start to feel myself slip away or feel that irritation, I just need to remove myself. And that goes for any relationship, of course. Also, I think it's really important to be open with that person. If you feel like your relationship isn't serving you anymore, just be honest with them and let them know that you need a little bit of space to 
kind of reground yourself. If there's somebody who wants to be in your life and who feels that you are as important to them as they are to you, they will understand and they will be open to allowing you to have a little bit of space. And the last point that I wanted to mention is to shut off the screen time about an hour before you go to bed. With quarantine, I think a lot of us have had screen time that has gone way up and it's hard not to because what else is there to do, you know? But with watching TV and watching YouTube videos, scrolling on Facebook and Instagram, it's hard because there's nothing else really to do. But find other things that could occupy your time about an hour before bed because you'll notice how much better you sleep when you're not scrolling on your phone, scrolling on TikTok, watching videos, things like that. Lately, I've been starting to get back into the habit of reading. I love to read, and I think it's important to find a genre of novels that you like to read. Of course, I don't like reading self-help books, so I'm not going to read that, but I like reading the romance and the true crime and things like that. So, of course, find something that will entertain you, but you could also try like yoga or meditation or just something that won't have you involved with technology, and that includes Netflix, yes. But I guess it's hard to say because if you're following like a yoga flow that's on YouTube, it's hard to not have that video, but I'm sure you can find your way. <laughs> I just really struggle with the relationship of technology and my mental health because when I'm at work, I sit in front of a computer all day long and I know so many of us do because our lives are pretty much entirely revolved around technology. I truly don't think there are many jobs that don't have a screen of some sort. Here I am getting into my deep thinking that I do sometimes. <laughs> so those are all of the habits that I have written down. I did want to make a note that it is a lot easier to change a lifestyle slash daily routine when you're not changing five habits at one time. So I would maybe suggest finding one habit to change maybe per month or slowly integrating new things each week. It's very hard to completely turn around your habits because they are habits for a reason, and I'm sure even if a lot of us think we are spontaneous at times, we still have those things that we do every single day that have become such routine and are second nature to us. So anyway, that's all for today's episode. Like I said earlier, be sure to go give the Unsocial Butterfly Podcast Instagram a follow, and if you would like to follow my personal Instagram, it's at Julia Christine K. I am trying to be better with social media and post a little bit more and interact with you all more because that is truly my favorite thing to do is interact with you guys. So feel free to message me whenever you'd like. I love chatting with you guys and I try to read my messages as often as I can. Feel free to send me a message if you have any topics that you would like me to touch on. But that is all for today's episode. I hope you have a wonderful day whenever you are listening to this and I wish you luck with changing your lifestyle for the better. You truly deserve to live a happy lifestyle that you love so make the changes that are necessary one step at a time and you'll get there in the time that is right for you. So thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next week in a new episode.